Brought to you by Big Comedy Network. Hey, it's me, Yamini, and you're listening to Pillow Fight. If you want more of us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pillow Fight Pod. If you love us, leave us a review in the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. We've got an amazing episode in store for you, so buckle up. Thanks so much for listening. Today on Pillow Fight, I'm joined by Xavier Phillips, a Nashville-raised, LA-based writer and comedian. The two of us met in college doing improv, and now we live together. You can find his comedic videos and check out his award-winning short film, Inconvenience, on Instagram at xavier.jpg. That's Xavier with a Z, so Z-A-V-I-O-R dot JPEG. Enjoy this episode. Fuck. Mary. Kill. Fuck, Mary, kill. So for this round of Fuck, Mary Kill, the first option is that this past weekend, Bernie Sanders tweeted, we must demand that the extremely wealthy pay their fair share, period. To which Elon Musk replied, I keep forgetting that you're still alive. <laughs> Number two, in Will Smith's new book, he reveals that after his brief split from Jada Pinkett Smith in 2011, he sought out a shaman to lead him through a psychedelic ayahuasca trip. He ended up tripping 14 times and then met with a tantric sex counselor who led him to the realization that he did not want to be in a monogamous relationship. Number three, after eight people died at Travis Scott's Astroworld Festival last week, Scott announced that he would cover funeral costs and offer those affected by the events one free month of online therapy from BetterHelp. So, um, fuck, Mary kill, Elon trolls Bernie, Will Smith uh, has a tantric sex trip 14 times, and... Travis Scott uh, is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do? This is um, this is tough because I immediately was like, "Oh, when you first said uh, the trap, when you first mentioned Travis Scott, I was like, probably kill that situation immediately." Um, but then uh, I guess that's a good like a oof. This is tough. I mean, I'm going to. I also. A, a caveat for the <laughs> for the listeners um this like my, i know for a fact that my my mother and grandmother are going to be like i want to listen to your episode um and so i i will be um saying f rather than you can bleep it out you can just bleep it um i'm going to bleep um because <laughs> <laughs> my mother still thinks i you know I, you know i'm i'm this i'm this goody two shoes and that la hasn't hardened me she's gonna listen to this and be like you gotta get out of there is a terrible <laughs> yeah she's gonna really learn that you actually are actually <laughs> terrible for me um uh okay so i'm going to straight out the gate i'm gonna bang will smith um on this sex journey um just because i do feel like the tantric sex i watched this like netflix docu-series thing about tantric sex and it looked crazy and people were like getting off without like anyone touching them um which sounds i'm <laughs> look i currently don't have many people touching me so <laughs> so you got to do what you got to do um so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that one uh who am i gonna kill i'm gonna kill uh the e Ooh. okay so it's between elon musk and uh the travis scott better help thing 
that's tough because it does the travis scott thing is kind of it's like good but okay, it, but <laughs> but it's, it's it's kind of ugh. is it good <laughs> He's doing like better help. Like I just think like maybe it would have been better help if he had not, um, you know. Sure. Look. <laughs> look. Sure. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that. Sure, it's kind of like oh, I did nothing wrong. I'm doing this thing, but. Ugh. Mm. Actually, okay. You know what? You know what? That actually did change my mind. That changed my mind. Okay, I'm gonna kill the Travis Scott thing. I'm gonna kill the Travis Scott thing. Um, because that's yeah, that's it icky icky gross situation and even like the travis scott plus better help being like this capitalistic therapy thing mm -hmm. and like oh, what a beautiful partnership um so i'm gonna kill that which means i'm gonna marry the elon musk response to bernie sanders which also does kind of feel like a marriage like it's kind of just like you know this you kind of we hate each other but we're we're around you know so yeah. those are my answers. What about you? I that was my first thought with the Elon Musk and Bernie thing too. It does feel like a typical marriage, but because it feels like a typical marriage, I think that I don't want to marry it. Because um, you know, there's there's options here. I would kill Travis Scott partner that, Better Help just because I think um, the idea that giving, giving people a free month of Better Help is gonna fix the fact that they watched their friends die at his festival just it feels very dystopian. Also, true. like Better Help is one of those things where its existence is like predicated on the knowledge that like people can't afford therapy and so they're gonna like yeah. they have to do this online thing to give people some sort of therapy but then better help also feels like kind of a scam because like they charge you even if you don't have appointments and like oh, nice. one free month they're still gonna take your credit card and they're still gonna if you don't cancel they're gonna charge you whatever for the yeah. you know and i think that that's like you know i think what he should do is is you know not like the the sponsoring with BetterHelp feels just very like a dystopian solution yeah, to the problem. Fair, fair, fair. So I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna marry um, the Will Smith mm -hmm. um, trip because you know their I think their marriage proves to me that you can be as messy as a young person <laughs> even when you're like years into marriage with adult children, and I think yeah. that's inspiring. Um, and I think that sounds honestly like you know he took some time away. From his marriage went crazy and then came back and then i don't know like people are always like shitting on them i think because they're like oh he's down bad whatever but i <laughs> think i think you know happiness is different for different people and he seems to be still chugging along in that marriage so somehow and you know he somehow. left once he could leave again and he seems to still be there so you know i marry that i would That's fuck true. the elon musk and bernie sanders thing because i just think that it's like it's like sexy enemies yeah. situation like yeah, the tension you know it's like uh just kiss already mm -hmm. i think because i don't know like bernie's like saying something he's like saying his thoughts and elon musk is like yeah i know you hate me let's yeah. play this little game ha 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 yeah you that's know? true it is pretty flirtatious of like when you're like when you're like flirting with somebody you like roast them yeah in like a cute way yeah this is very like fourth grade flirting and yeah. i think that's like hot yeah, yeah so i would fuck that nice. i also think like i don't know they're both powerful in different ways you know yeah that's the good. comment section of that whole twitter thread was a lot though i think the two of them had had a funny and a little interaction but did, was there any more back and forth? Like, did Bernie... No, Bernie um, didn't kiss, reply. Did Bernie kiss back? Or? He did not kiss back, but Dang. Elon Musk kept replying, being like, 
Elon Musk replied again and was like, if you want me to sell more stock, just let me know. Like, it was something like that. It was He's really flirty. Flirty. That's it was really genuine. flirtatious. And we know he just got out of a relationship. Oh, my God. So, Is he trying to make Grimes jealous by flirting with Bernie Sanders? Grimes was, Grimes was reading that, like, communist... Was she reading the Communist Manifesto, like, on the yeah. street? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. It's like, I can get us a threesome, <laughs> Grimes. Want me to sell more stock, Bernie? Just say the word, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. That's... So sexual. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's hot. Yeah, it is hot. Every single podcast I've ever listened to ha- is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeah. Um. So maybe this is. I uh, maybe I'm like gonna get blacklisted for killing the BetterHelp partnership. But mm. you know, I think that you gotta take a stand. Um. What's his name? <laughs> Prince Harry <laughs> is now working for some sort of mental health startup. That gives me sort of better health energy. Interesting. I don't know what it is exactly, but I think it's very amusing to go from uh, being like the crown prince of yeah. one country to. What does that say also about the royal family? <laughs> He's like, we should really focus on mental health. Um, <laughs> I don't know about anyone else, but I think we should put a lot of resources into this. Yeah. So it's a it's a booming economy, online therapy, That's but. True. It also could be a situation where, similar to Elon Musk and Bernie Sanders, you're kind of like negging better help, and then they'll sponsor you by you being like, "Yeah, I think this is a bad thing," and then they'll be like, they'll "Oh, Yomini, please, yeah, yeah, be nicer to us." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll give you some money. <laughs> Do you want us to give you money? Just say the word. Dot dot dot. <laughs> um, yeah, I really think that it's it's not good for your mental health to be on better help because. Listen, I have interacted with the interface before. It's not good. It's like you can't have like your appointment scheduled out more than one week, but then like after your next appointment, you can't book the next time. But then like it's so you can't have a recurring appointment. Oh, wow. You have to like rebook every week, which like, okay, if you have like any that's sort weird. of mental illness, that's like, yeah. a hard thing to be on top of. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> and then also like it charges you even if you don't have an appointment. And then also it's like all virtual, which like I guess that's fine if it's like, your therapist who you have a relationship with this is like a per- like a person who's also like definitely being exploited by them working for they're also mm-hmm. definitely like kind of there's too much going on they're like all over the place yeah and like i don't know it just it doesn't it feels like my i started going to therapy this year and my entire experience has been online it's not through better help but it's through like i don't know my mom's shout out starbucks health health care um i like got it through that so i've only experienced like on but it's like consistent and we <laughs> have recurring <laughs> meetings and stuff so i've never like spoken to a, a therapist in the i room. started going to a new therapist at the end of 2020 and i'd met her in person for the first time in like july yeah that was crazy i honestly feel like it was a level up like it was yeah really do you feel more i feel like some people would be able to be more vulnerable via like zoom and some people would be better in person i'm way better in person over zoom i'm like i just like looking around the room i'm like what's going on like i don't i'm so distracted whereas in the room like i have to cut i have to be in the room you know interesting i feel like i'm i kind of i i would i would definitely enjoy doing it in person as well now but i feel like getting into it via zoom was better for me because i part of it was like learning like getting more in touch with that vulnerable side and stuff and it's easier when I'm just like I can just close my laptop and I don't have to like say all these things and then like 
shake someone's hand and then like continue yeah. to like, <laughs> look them in the eyes and walk outside and all that stuff. So I can just, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. I think there's like benefits and pros and cons. I think yeah. just like something about the irregularity of BetterHelp and also just something about how every time they ever make you give your credit card for something for a free month, they, they're, not, they're not giving you a free month. They're giving you a paid membership with one free early start month if you have this the like your life together enough to cancel it in time, which I feel like most people don't. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. Once a month, once a month, I do try to go through my like bank statement and see like what I'm subscribed to that I didn't even realize. And every single month or something, I'm like, how am I still? Why am I still paying for Adobe Premiere? I haven't used it yeah. in six months. Yeah, I try not to subscribe to anything that Smart. makes you put a credit card down at the beginning. I'll just kind of, oh no, <laughs> hope don't come for me feds. I'll just try to use someone else's account. I think also <laughs> like in our apartment, you know, like we have all the different streaming services. Yeah. It's just, this is in the new, the subscription-based platform. Mm-hmm. We need to, we need to take a, a Bernie Sanders Grimes approach to it and just, uh, everyone kind of shares subscription i think that's that would be of, beautiful i know they're cracking down on it but it's like i think look if everyone gathered they're still around making like, so much money yeah right yeah. right but if everyone gathered around and they were like look netflix we'll just like let you guys keep making stuff but we just like we can all just share a password you guys can keep making your your little movies and your little tv shows it'll be it's perfect you guys want to make stuff we want to watch it i just don't want to pay for an account yeah and it's like I think we solved it. I think we just solved capitalism. I think we did. I think that is the future of um, the progressive movement is shared subscriptions because we're moving into this. It's like a a back and forth. Like they're giving us something extremely capitalistic, and then we're like, let's just like share it. Yeah, yeah. So like same thing with like I feel like Amazon Prime. People are like sharing those. It's like why are we all? We don't need to all be paying for our own. Right. That's insane. So. You you can like you can deliver in two days. Just deliver in two days. More people order more stuff if you can deliver in two days. Gosh, get Bezos on the phone. I've got some ideas for that guy. Well, he's gone. He stepped down. Well, frick. I still I still want to talk to him. Different ideas. Yeah. Not about Amazon. I am curious. Did you ever think about this? Why don't people? There's like Elon Musk has this like cult of personality, and I feel like Jeff Bezos has a bit of it too. Why doesn't Mark Zuckerberg have like stands? Because mm, he's um, not human enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like Jeff Bezos is also not really very human. That's true. That's Elon true. Musk is the most human, and that's like that's yeah. saying something. I feel like but. because I feel like also the fact that it's like Facebook, like it's a social thing that he's created. Like Amazon is like, I feel like people view it as like evil because it's like capitalist and like same with like Elon Musk and stuff. But the fact that he. Mark Zuckerberg is not only, like, this capitalist empire, but also this capitalist empire that, like, I think everyone can agree is actively destroying humanity mm-hmm. makes it a lot harder to get to get yeah. behind the man. He just, like, couldn't fuck in college, and now... Yeah, and now we're here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Um, yeah. We don't. No, I just said that. That just slipped out. <laughs> Cut that. We don't love Marky Mark. Yeah. We hate Marky Mark. Uh, have you watched Social Network? I have. That movie made me feel like Justice for the Winklevoss, the Winklevoss twins. Mm. I feel like he kind of 
ripped them to shreds, but now good for them. They they got out without being involved in Facebook. That's true. And they're doing some crypto thing now, I think. Oh really? Yeah. So I did it. They're on the new edge. They're on the, the frontier. Yeah. Um, I was in a room the other day where I had to talk about crypto with somebody. Um, <laughs> that's always a sad story when that's, was, that's how it begins. It was at a comedy show and it was the booker, so I had to talk to him about it. Oh, no. I was like, me on another show next week. So I was talking to him about crypto and he was saying that like he invested a, like a dollar last year and now it's become like a thousand something mm. in crypto. And I'm like, I guess it's smart to get on these things, but like also how? What? Also, he really invested one single dollar. I don't know. I don't. I wasn't on the news. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I don't understand it, and it kind of like stocks in general. I don't. It. I like. It makes me. I don't know. Well, I don't see, understand them at all. I just sold my first stock ever, and wow. I feel like the wolf of Wall Street. And then they're talking about crypto, and I was like, okay, I'm 80 years old. Yeah. Wow. Confirmed. Yamini is a huge capitalist pig <laughs> selling out. Confirmed it was Amazon and <laughs> and Facebook stock. Or Meta. It was Meta uh, stock. Meta stock. Yeah, oh baby. Gosh. Meta. They moved fast. They did. Instagram says like bye. Facebook friends. says bye yeah. bye Meta too. That's crazy. Yeah. For a second I thought by Facebook itself, like the app was changing yeah. its name, but then I, I That would have like, been too that would have been that would have been crazy. That would have been so dumb of them to Yeah. Um Yeah. But no, I sold um I sold mall stock. Mall stock? Yeah, like, like shopping malls. Nice. Yeah. Because I had a theory. Okay, this is now a finance podcast. Um I had a theory that malls would go up in value because COVID like with the vaccine increasing and stuff, people are gonna shop more in malls because yeah. it's like they're missing the experience and also the holidays are approaching. Mm. So people are gonna go shopping, so just shopping galore yeah. and people are gonna be like omgs mall even though in the long run malls are dying yeah so that's true get a little short little short game yeah nice. yeah though so, i don't have the pay i don't have the, people like just put it in there and let it like i don't have i i am not i don't understand that really i can i cannot do that nor can i do like the day like look at it constantly like i don't have i'm yeah. somewhere in the middle just all of it i'm very risk averse when it comes to my finances, but yeah. that's scary. Did you ever go to the, speaking of malls, did you ever, were you like a Santa's lap picture? I have kid? a few, but I didn't really like that. Mm. I always oh, found it a little you bit. like sitting on a I always found it a lap. little bit creepy. Mm. I was always like, who are you? You were ahead of your time. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't, I don't, I didn't like, I also just didn't like random strangers calling me cute. Like I always found that yeah. really weird yeah. and infantilizing. And my parents would take a lot of pride in it because they're like, oh, like we have a kid that's strange cute. And I was like, ew, like you should be proud of having a cute kid without other people telling you that. Like <laughs> you should know and you shouldn't need validation. <laughs> I'm like, stop like stop doing this they would like have i do i have vague memories of like them letting like other parents like i don't know like getting babysat by like other families i hated that yeah like just hire a normal babysitter i don't know it was just like this sort of weird um i didn't like didn't like other like adults treating me like i was their child Mm. always found that weird Interesting. And I always liked be. I always liked because I always felt like other adults liked me more than their own. Kids. I was good at 
<laughs> I always felt like my parents didn't love me a lot, so I got that from elsewhere. Um, no, like I'm, I'm good at like getting, getting other parents on board, and so I can like you know kiss up to them, and then they love me more than their own kid. Okay, it's kind of my thing. I'm not very good at that. Mm. I had a seventh grade boyfriend, and um, was it seventh grade? I think it was seventh grade. Maybe it was eighth grade. I think it was seventh grade actually. Yeah, I had a seventh grade boyfriend, and his mom thought I was like a witch. Oh. Yeah, she genuinely believed I was like doing witchcraft <laughs> and would not let me come over to In their the house. In the seventh grade. Too. In the seventh grade, that was just. What about like what? If you had to guess, what about you was? <laughs> I did not have good vibes in the seventh grade. Like <laughs> <laughs> strictly a vibes. So. Like I think I I one I was dressing in like very scary clothes mm, for a seventh like grader. Like chokers, you rocking chokers. I was rocking chokers for a long time, but like at this point, I don't know. I was also like, in, I started wearing makeup for the first time. I was not good at it, so I would have like raccoon looking eyeshadow mm. and like just kind of be. I was kind of like a feral child, and I would like, oh. kind of like. You know, I was one of those weird kids who would, like, mm. hiss and roar. I think we've stumbled upon the answer to my question, actually. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> that you might know. be part of it. Um, so I had that <laughs> sort of energy. Right, right. Um, in the seventh grade. No, I, I was not a Santa's lap kid at all. Okay, okay. That was the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, were it. you a Santa's lap child? Um, I don't think we, like, went very much. and my, my parents were, like, broke, so I'm sure they didn't want to pay for the pictures. But I remember, like... I know we did it at least once, and I remember like wanting to be a Santa's lap kid, okay. like wanting to sit on Santa's lap, and like they were See, like, the thing is eighteen also, years you old. No, <laughs> you have to pay money yeah. to sit on a stranger's yeah. lap. That I don't like that. <laughs> oh, interesting. Listen, it's like they could do that for free. <laughs> I could do that for free. <laughs> There are plenty of strangers who want me to sit on their there lap. There are They'll plenty pay of me. strangers who, for, yeah, who will pay <laughs> me to dress. They will dress up like Santa and I will sit on their lap. And you know what? I would so much prefer that. Because it's like an honest exchange there. Yeah, you know what you're getting true. into. That's As true. opposed to Mall Santa, like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah. Probably like, yeah. I feel like every movie about Mall Santa is like, is like, oh, they're like smoking in the break room and they're like the most Mall Santa is like a Barney energy where yeah. it's like wholesome on, like wholesome exterior but like yeah sick and twisted in a way. I re- do you remember do you remember where you were when you learned about like the barney like didn't he like stepped on a nail or something and started like cursing do you remember this i remember i don't remember, i don't remember that exact story but i remember like hearing my first story about barney being bad yeah i think i was like on a play date in the second grade or something like wow. that it really shatters the world i think there's this one story going around that he like was on set and accidentally stepped on a nail and started just like Kurt just like going crazy and they were like yeah. oh my god Barney you can't do this <laughs> it was crazy shattered everything. I remember hearing that he was like smoking inside of his costume <laughs> yeah. um, and at the time I was like he smokes cigarettes <laughs> how fucking dare he that is the worst thing a human can do it's not so dangerous for dinosaurs specifically dinosaur yeah, lungs dinosaur cannot are, handle they're that. already extinct <laughs> it's not good oh man so yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I loved Barney for a long time, but yeah. yeah. Then it switched into the hissing and roaring. Uh, so that, okay, this is a pretty clear timeline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, timeline. yeah. Um, I don't know when I normalized. I would honestly say like late high school. Okay. You know, you Oh, normalized as in like became a normal person? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that like normalized the hissing oh. <laughs> into, your, <laughs> into your character. Um, I mean, I just started doing it on stage instead. 
That was like. Oh, okay. So you got to get all of that out, out. on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Improv is honestly beautiful for that. Yeah, improv is like I think really good for weird kids. Yeah. To just let themselves be weird productively. Yeah, that's real. I do feel like when I first started improv, because I, I mean, kind of circling back to the fact that I did not curse at the top of this podcast. Um, I would like I never really curse. I don't really now either. But I remember when I first started doing improv in college. I do feel like I, I, I started cursing a lot. One, because it like could be just this funny like crutch, and I knew like if I screamed a curse word randomly, like it would laugh or whatever. But also, I'm sure there was some sort of like act of rebellion that I was like not like I didn't really do this my whole life, and now mm-hmm. I'm like pre and in college and stuff. So got to let loose in that. Yeah. Wow. I know. You're like inner. You're good Tennessee boy. I know. Well, now I'm back to the good Tennessee boys. So you got it out. I got, got, I got it, out. it out. I got it out yeah. of my system. Would you rather, would you rather, would you rather? Let's play a game of would you rather. Okay, so Taylor Swift just re-released Red, her fourth studio mm. album. The re-release features a 10-minute version of her song, All Too Well, which is known to many as a breakup song about Jake Gyllenhaal. Would you rather date a musician and have them release a bunch of scathing songs about you? Or... <laughs> Have them not write anything about you at all. Ooh, that is tricky, 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 tricky. Um, I would, oh, huh, yeah. I would probably have them, the options are not have them or, like, it's skate, like, bad things about me. Like, revealing, you know? Okay. I would, in that case, I would think I would definitely choose them not write anything about me at all mm-hmm. um like i don't think that would make me think like oh they never actually love me i don't know but having them like say bad things about that would be that would be i would not i would not <laughs> like that <laughs> i actually famously have very like amicable like very amicable breakups um wow. some people say too amicable who knows <laughs> who knows uh, we don't have to get into that but so if someone if i like broke up with someone and then like they hated me afterwards like that would that would i've not had that experience thus far and i would like Mm -hmm. to keep it that way so yeah okay that's fair see i would rather have the tennis skating songs about me because the fact that they can move if they write especially if they're a musician like taylor swift who yeah historically writes a lot of skating songs about lovers and then i didn't get any at all i'd be like i meant nothing to you mm. whereas like if i get a ton of skating songs like okay fan behavior i'm still on your mind like okay you know you get your bag out of me and i get the publicity out of you That's writing true. about me and you know what we can all make the most of this yeah if it was ta- yeah if it's if it's taylor swift and she doesn't write a song about you you're literally trash and no, she didn't even know you existed honestly yeah. you probably weren't dating in the first now place. taylor swift <laughs> is like happy in love so she's like writing stories yeah. In her song. Like, that's her last two albums have been, like, really not about herself because yeah. she's like, I've run out of things to say. I don't <laughs> have anyone to talk shit about anymore. That's right. She also handles, like, probably every single angle of, like, relationships and yeah. stuff at this point. Also, now she's, like, revisiting Red and she added, like, yeah. to the song. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. We're, we're, um, we're getting all the, all the juicy she's, details. Yeah. The thing is, I'm always I'm thirsty for this drama about like everyone else's breakups always like I always want to know this stuff. Yeah. So like she gives it to us and I like that and it's like, you know. She also doesn't very smart like she doesn't just like tell you she like lays it out and you have to put the pieces together and like I do like that like her 
her whole I don't know like music career is a very is very like interactive in that mm-hmm. sense, which is cool. Like I appreciate Taylor Swift stands; they can be scary, but I appreciate them more than a lot of others because they do like they put do the pieces together and yeah. they're like, yeah, they're yeah, detectives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they're scary though. They are for sure scary. Yeah. I've been I've gotten death threats from them on the internet. Nice, for... nice. Probably deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Many a time, many a time. <laughs> people will always get mad. People will always like um, the one only one I'm scared, more scared of, are the Nicki Minaj stands. Mm, oh, actually, no. Just the Justin Bieber stands freak me out. Oh, really? Because recently I tweeted something that was like just a headline that was Haley Bieber talking about how she isn't happy in her relationship with Justin Bieber. Like she was just talking about how she cried every day, and I like screenshotted the like headline. I was like, this doesn't sound good, babe. Yeah. And then they all started like DMing me, and they're like how dare you like this is so out of context like this is about his Lyme disease like Scooter Braun will be taking this down we have informed him and like his people we will have like informed Scooter Braun yes. <laughs> I was like oh my god that's crazy I was like Scooter Braun is coming for me I actually was scared into deleting my I deleted it right when I saw oh I woke up I like tweeted at night I woke up in the morning to like 20 on like um message requests that were yeah. like you better take this down you whore oh like my God. get a job like stop talking about justin bieber like he and Haley are so fine like oh my God. and i was like okay that's incredible sorry the only the only like stands i've had come after me are or like i don't know if they're called stands necessarily but like british people on one of my tiktoks came they went to town on me and were like sending me because i was making fun of them or whatever and i was like you know did like an accent and they're like, would DM me on Instagram from TikTok. So they went to a different platform. British people are a notorious stan group. They <laughs> went. Into, he was like, oh, we don't talk like that, bruv. And I was like, you just did. You were literally <laughs> like sending voice. Who sends a voice memo to a stranger on Instagram? It was crazy. <laughs> the only other one, too, which was hilarious, was I posted a joke about Groundhog Day, which takes place in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And the Punxsutawney fans came for me. They're like, how dare this? We do this for fun. We enjoy this. How dare you mock us? I was like, I'm literally making a joke on a TikTok, my my dear. It was crazy. Yeah, people. I mean, people don't famously don't understand jokes on the internet. No, but that's rough. Yeah. The... All love to my Puxatani people, though. Shout out. Puxatani. Do I have any listeners in Puxatani? <laughs> I hope I do. Um. Yeah. No. Taylor Swift fans. They're a little bit scary, but I. But I do respect them. Yeah. Like, that's some good work they're putting in when they're not using it for evil yeah those are conspiracy theories that i can get behind yeah as well like okay people are always like why are we talking about this like taylor swift thing like it's not true i'm like but it's fun yeah she leaves us so many hints and it's like there's so many dead ends but it's like even the dead end it's fascinating like um everyone's theories about her and carly Kloss being together at some point yeah. i always found that fascinating and a lot of people were like Oh, uh, like she's just queer baiting. I don't even think she's queer baiting. I think it's just her stands are like crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's what it is. I don't think that she's like, yeah, like I want you to think I'm queer. I don't think that this is it at all. I think yeah. that people just draw <laughs> insane conclusions for everything she does. And then I love that. Yeah, like, yeah. I just love that there's a million different ways to interpret everything. And that's, that's fun. So. If there's one thing Taylor Swift has taught us, it's that conspiracy theories can be fun. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that. I've always thought that, <laughs> that conspiracy theories can be fun if used for good and not for yeah, evil. Yeah. But. Like yeah. Flat Earth. Like something like that. That's super easy and good and fun. <laughs> you know. Well, Flat no Earth. Evil, of course. Flat Earth is one of those things that really 
I'm learning a lot about because our friend Rishi watched this documentary and is now telling us. Is it Behind the Curve? I think that's the one that he watched. It's a good one. It's on Netflix. Okay, yeah. He just watched it and he was talking to me about it. And he, I didn't realize that it was like a identity group beyond just like thinking that the earth was flat. Yeah. No, it's It's like a whole QAnon sort of thing. Yeah. And it's, and it's, one, it's such a like gateway into all, like flat earth is such a gateway into all conspiracies. And it is like such a, yeah, like they, because they have to fight so hard to prove that, they like become this community within each other, and it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. I feel like if I was a little more uneducated and a little, yeah, <laughs> yeah. less like in a sort of like liberal echo chamber, yeah. I would maybe believe some of these things because I don't understand science. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've definitely, I've said that before. I've been like, I, if you, if you can't call yourself open-minded, if you haven't like heard about some conspiracy theories and been like, I knew, but yeah, okay. Kind of, like, it's like, bro, I knew the earth could be black. Right. In yeah. order to, to listen to a conspiracy theory and immediately be like, no, that's wrong is, is also closed-minded. Yeah. And therefore you you're, gotta you're look at everything problem. from all sides, you know, <laughs> with all the like QAnon pizza pedophilia thing. I'm like, okay, so many people are pedophiles, but like, I don't think I buy, I buy 50% of it. You know, yeah. I don't buy the conclusion you're making from it, Yeah. but like, sure. From the Generally concept, speaking. Yeah. I do believe that there's like, I, d- I believe that there's like powerful people controlling the world. I do believe that. Yeah. There's a lot we don't know about. So true you know so this transformed from a finance podcast to a conspiracy theory podcast <laughs> the fbi killed martin luther king <laughs> speaking of conspiracy theorists packers quarterback aaron Rodgers revealed this week that he is unvaccinated and has been getting all of his COVID advice from the one and only joe rogan mm. um they i think aaron Rodgers got COVID recently yeah, and that's he why he came out with this stuff aaron Rodgers is um is he married to charlene woodley or they're just engaged i have no idea i don't know he's in a romantic relationship with Charlene Woodley, who has yeah. always given me like um, sort of hippie anti-vax energy mm, in that, that way. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like she's like I think she's like a Gwyneth Paltrow sort of category of interesting of, um, alternative medicine. Okay. Whereas like now Aaron Rodgers is subscribing to the Joe Rogan alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. I want to know if you would rather take medical advice from Joe Rogan or Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, who is this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is interesting. Um, the rogue or the goop is really yeah. that's the binary. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow is Joe Rogan for girls, so that's I really true. do believe that. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, that is tough. That is tough. Um, have you watched like the Goop show on Netflix? I watched some episodes of it. Oh, good. I, um, I feel like. Ooh, I feel like. Gwyneth Paltrow is my answer. And my explanation is because I feel, one, even if she was wrong, I would be more okay. Like, if they both were wrong, I would be more okay being wrong listening to Gwyneth Paltrow than, like, if I listened to Joe Rogan and it was wrong, I'd be like, I already feel like such a bad person. <laughs> and I'm like, plus it didn't work. Like, that's terrible. Um, so, one, that. Two, I feel like... She, at least from, like, her TV show and stuff, like, there were actual, like, I, I have seen her surrounded by professionals mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And I've only seen Joe Rogan on Fear Factor and in his little bunker studio. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I would trust her 
a little more to at least get advice from others than uh, this totally. white basement dweller. Totally. I think I think I'd also follow Gwyneth Paltrow's medical advice, mostly because even if it doesn't work, it's like pretty. Yeah, no, and it's that's like true. kind of fun and glamorous, and like you know, if I'm putting all these random things in my body, like at least they're sparkly. Yeah, no, that's you know, true. I think that that's. I can maybe like um, trick myself into believing they work because it's like fun. That could, yeah, there could be some like placebo of just like oh, it feels, it looks nice. Yeah, and it's... I went to a Goop pop up shop in Chicago, mm. and that was a fun thing to walk through. Like the um, the products that they sold. Yeah, it was just she she is really innovative to th- like yeah. with concepts here. Yeah, but like if I'm gonna stick something foreign in my body like i'd rather it be a vaginal crystal egg than horse medicine you know no that's true yeah i feel like if joe rogan had a a joe rogan like pop-up shop would be horrifying (laughs) in an alley and they wouldn't put anything it would just be an alley and they would just like throw cans (laughs) and you'd have to pick them up off the ground (laughs) there's like rocks in them and like they'd, they'd bring rats to the alley It'd be what else did he suggest doing besides ivermectin? I have no. Um, it was some. I know he took. I know he took like multiple things, but I forget what. Like two Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, I mean, what did Joe Rogan generally suggest? He was like, I'm. He was like, I was listening to voices in the podcast and was saying something on the phone. But um, Joe Rogan's COVID advice. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm just saying, ivermectin and no and no vaccine. Has Gwyneth Paltrow come out with anything? Mm. Gwyneth Paltrow. COVID. I feel like Joe Rogan would also like be like, like walk it off, rub some dirt on it. I get like a like a baseball coach. Yeah. You know. Wow, she had COVID also. Hmm. Um. Oh, she also had wacky things. So. Oh, what'd she do? She did infrared saunas and skipping breakfast. Um, She she followed a keto diet. Does she not do that already? She did coffee enemas. Mm. I love coffee, so I'll take it any way I can. Whoa. Yeah, she didn't eat until 11 a.m. Okay, that's not... I don't wake up. (laughs) Crazy, crazy. Don't take the vaccine, just don't eat until 11 a.m. Alright, Xavier, truth or dare? Ooh, let's do a little truth. Okay, um, let's see. I haven't prepared for these, so let's. What do you believe is the most, like, malicious thing that you have ever done? Oh, my God. I would like to reiterate before I answer this, I'm a good Southern boy. Um, what's the most malicious thing that I've ever done? Oh, my. Uh, that's tough, tough, tough. Um, it's also tough because I'm, I'm – I mean, nothing is coming to mind immediately, but I'm also like, maybe I've just gaslit myself into being like, no, you did great. That was such a, a noble thing to do. Um, maybe most... not necessarily malicious, but like something mean that you did that you maybe regret or like. Okay, okay. Okay, I do remember one. <clears throat> I remember one time in, I believe I was in the eighth grade. 
and the school I went to was eighth and like or sixth through high school, so it was all in the same building. And so we were in eighth grade, and but you had to like test in to get into the high school, or whatever, whatever. And there was this girl from my elementary school who I like for some reason I don't even remember why didn't like like her I don't know something, and but then I found out while I was waiting to be picked up, I found out that she had gotten in to that school for next year for high school. Mm-hmm. And so I turned to my friend who we both went to elementary school with her and we were like, I was like, oh my God, she got in. She's going to be here next year. No. And then I turn around and she was on top of the conversation because she was touring the school that day. So I turn around and she's like walking down the hall and I, she like didn't pretend, she didn't like, she didn't give off as if she heard, but I screamed it in the courtyard and she was right there. So, the, and I said her full first and last name. So there's no way she didn't hear. And then she just like walked by and was like, hey, and then like left. And I felt so bad. So if you guys went to the same school, did you end up having any more of a relationship with her throughout high school? Mm, I don't think, like, I don't think so. No, it wasn't like, and it wasn't like antagonistic at all, but it was just like we, we ran in different circles, Mm -hmm. you know? So it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I pictured it would be. That's one of my biggest fears being really caught yeah talking shit it's truly horrifying actually most of the time if there's trash talking occurring i lay pretty low and there's only one i try not to trash talk that much anyway but if i'm going to say something even slightly malicious or mean about something there's like few people who i will sit in front of that i in the, this in girl's the mom <laughs> Oh, and she's been thinking about it every oh, single day yeah. since. I, yeah, it's, it's uh, tis a toughie, tis a toughie. I think, actually, okay, I do remember the reason there was tension was because, oh, my God, this also now might be the most malicious thing I've ever done. <laughs> I think we've, we've stepped in it. Um, I Okay, I'll try to make it very quick. But basically, we were playing this game in recess, and it was boys versus girls, and the girls were hiding the stick, and all the boys wanted to get the stick, and we were, okay. like, all around the playground. All the girls had surrounded it, like circling. It was like in the mulch or whatever. So I was like, you know what? We just have to go for it. They were all like in a circle around it, like arms linked. I ran in and like broke through the circle to pick up this stick from the ground that the girls were guarding. And everyone was literally like beating, like they were like pulling my hair and like hitting me. It was crazy. It was like fifth grade. And I pushed to get out. And this girl steps back because I just pushed her, steps into this hole. She falls down and she breaks her ankle. Oh. And then they literally had to – I was like, oh, my God. And obviously I ran away and everyone was like, whatever. And then they literally had to, like, carry her into a car to, like, go to the hospital. And then she came back a few days later in, like, a wheelchair. And I was like, oh, my God. So I think – So you hated her because you hurt no, her? No, no, no. I did not hate her. I did not hate her. I think she she obviously hated me for that. I don't think it was a thing that I hated her, but I was like, there's obviously a tension here. I prefer not to go to the same school as her. Damn, escaping so, the consequences. Yeah. That's yeah. the most toxically masculine thing you've yeah. ever done. Yeah, that was rough. That was not my best. Not my best moment. Or moments either. Well. Okay. Um, truth or dare? I'll start with a dare. Oh god. I'm so bad at giving dares. Um I dare you to Can you message someone? Um, can you message someone and sound like you're in a multi-level marketing. Okay, yeah. <sighs> Who should I message? Um, hmm. Uh, I should do some Instagram that's like more authentic. Yeah, yeah. 
first time I read the first verse, it's going to mind is Greer. <laughs> I don't know why. Greer is um, the beautiful singer and songwriter of the music on this podcast. Oh, yes. Um, okay, I'll message you. What did I say? It has to start with Hey Girly. Hey Girly, yeah. <laughs> hey Girly. Oh my god, the last message I had with you on Instagram was when I put on my close friend's story that someone that I slept with in college got married, got engaged. Oh, nice, yeah. Because they got, well, and he got married this year, but yeah. that was when he got engaged. <laughs> um, hey, girly. I have an opportunity <laughs> that has your name all over it. Um, <laughs> I've been working with... <laughs> Busy Bee Beauty yeah. for a couple months now. And it's given me the financial freedom <laughs> to travel and live out my dreams. Travel and live out my dreams. As someone with an alternate career path, <laughs> this stability yeah. has been crucial. <laughs> I figured you would be a great addition to the team. Yeah, the team would make good. So call me if you're ready to change your life. <laughs> and like a star emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Star. Kiss. Sun. Sun Nice. <laughs> okay. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, trigger dare. Uh I'll go dare. Oh god. Okay. Um I dare you to I almost wanted to make you do something to one of your friends who married, but I was like, I shouldn't mess with a marriage. <laughs> I feel like this is so Flirt serious. with one of my married <laughs> friends. <laughs> like, <I'm... laughs> he's not really uh, <laughs> up to par. Um. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I dare you to apologize for breaking the leg of this girl. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> No. Oh my god. Oh no. I mean, yeah, I'll do it. I'm trying to think about where it would even make the most sense. Can I? <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. Oh, what was even her name? Is that bad? Oh my god, no, this is her. This is her. Oh no. Okay. At least I really, like, I, I hope I'm not, like, misremembering and I apologize to the wrong girl. That would be funny. Um, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Sorry if I broke her ankle. She's like, what did you do? Okay, I'm messaging her on Facebook. Is that weird? Should I use... I don't think I have her elsewhere. Hey, girly. <laughs> um, how do I even... Do I... Am I allowed to explain that this came up on... Or can, Am I allowed to explain how this came up? Or just like, hey, think, this came up recently? I think just this came up recently. Okay. Um, it also has to sound like me. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Does it have to be like sin like sincere? Does it have to sound like fully sincere? Um, or can it be like can it be like, oh I just remember this. That was crazy. That was, Sorry about that's that. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm starting with yo, okay. I recently, yo, okay, for some reason, I recently remembered. <laughs> I don't know if I can get into it in the first sentence. I recently remembered I broke your ankle. Um, yo, for some, yo, okay, for some reason, I recently remembered. <laughs> I re- uh, uh, yo, okay, I was talking to someone about elementary school recently and remembered the I don't know how to the little old no, no I was gonna say the little old incident where I broke your ankle <laughs> um I was talking to someone who's uh something about elementary school recently and remembered when I literally when I accidentally Divert a little bit of the blame when I accidentally like I when I accidentally like dot 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 broke your ankle and then I'm gonna use like the little like the like nervous laugh emoji um lol I don't recall if how do I then apologize like (laughs) like, I'm sorry for that like sorry about that wasn't my finest moment. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know. Um, yo, okay, I was talking to someone about elementary school recently, and remember when I accidentally, like, dot, 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 broke your ankle? <laughs> Nervous laugh. Sorry about that, LOL. Perfect. <laughs> wasn't my... Wasn't my best. Um, no, I feel like that makes it worse. Sorry about that, LOL. <laughs> anyways. Anyways, just thought you should know. No. Anyways. I think sorry about that. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I just got digging even deeper. Anyways, it was kind of your fault. Um, you were standing there in the way. You stood on the stick. Okay. You okay? I was talking your friend about pulled my hair, so I have to <laughs> I, You don't understand. Um, so I broke your ankle. Sorry. Just sorry about that. LOL. Yeah. It's an apology. Wow. Okay. I sent it. Oh my um, god, that's crazy. I like, I so, dares actually horrify me, and, like, the, like I never was a prank call kid or anything really? like that. Like, yeah, no, I can't. I love that. That scares me so much. My ears are red right now. And that was a good thing, like, I should have apologized for it. But I'm still nervous. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you for pushing me yeah. past my comfort zone. <laughs> and even if she doesn't receive it well, you know, I'm extended an olive branch. Yeah. I'm also scared that that'll come off as, like, do you think there's a potential that comes off as like flirty? Like I'm no. okay. <laughs> Just in my head, I'm like if someone like someone randomly comes up and I'm kind of like jokey, like hey, remember that? I feel like that's could be <laughs> like why? <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> you haven't talked to this girl. You don't barely even remember her name. Probably doesn't come up. Can you have Okay. Um, truth or dare? <laughs> I'll do it, Drew. Okay. Um, truth. Okay. We haven't even discussed the fact that we literally are. Roommates, yeah. yeah we are. Um, so my question is going to be about that. Okay. My question is going to be, what is your least favorite thing about living with me, or like, what is like the thing, a pet peeve of mine, that you've learned about me? Um, okay, 
Okay, don't be. Don't be <laughs> you can take your time if you want. That'd be so great. Okay, actually. here's one that's actually really random and funny. Is that whenever you unload or load the or start the dishwasher, you don't change the thing from clean oh, to dirty. Yeah. That's one of my pet peeves with, yeah, with you. That's fair. Um, but it's okay because I can usually figure it. <laughs> yeah. right now. You're just using like disgusting bowls uh, because I haven't shown them as clean. Um. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I don't think otherwise. I have many pet peeves. Um, you know, I don't think so. What do you do that's annoying? <laughs> I feel like you do that in your room, you know. <laughs> I feel my annoying stuff yeah. in my room. That's fair, that's fair. Um, sometimes you eat buffalo chicken dip. That's <laughs> crazy. Disres- you just disrespect the food that I eat. That's actually my culture. So. <laughs> Trader just buffalo chicken dip actually is my culture. Um, and like peanut- were you the one making fun of me for peanut butter and carrots? No. Oh, yeah, I was. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Yet Sorry. again, shaming my culture, but it's okay. Is my that upbringing. What, what culture is that? The Phillips family. <laughs> okay. The Phillips well. crest. <laughs> sorry, sorry to, um, to Mariah, Derek, <laughs> Zoe, Sienna, <laughs> and Isaiah thank you, thank you. for this misstep. <laughs> Yeah, those are my pet peeves. I'm sorry if that wasn't juicy enough. No, I'm I'm actually not disappointed you don't have more <laughs> juicy pet peeves around me. Surprisingly, I'm okay that you can, can stand living with me. Um, yeah, no. Sometimes I run into you when you're um getting out of the bathroom because our our door oh, doors yeah, yeah. are kind of closed. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's not a you issue. That's an architectural issue. That's true. So take it up with our freaking building manager. Design the no, but I'll take it up with him. Oh, what if he listens to this? What a Josh! He's <laughs> an avid fan of Philip. Hi, Joshy. Mm, my bestie, Joshy. That's my bestie, and Tessie, because he does drive. Uh, he does. He does. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that we've come to the end of our time. But wow, is there anything that you really want the listeners to know before we go? Um, I mean, I think I've well established that I'm a good Southern boy. Um. And that I love my family. I'm a family man. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's about it. That's about all my identity, I suppose. So. Do you have anything you want to promote? Um. Let's see. I mean, look. Follow me on Instagram, and that's where I will have stuff to promote. Currently, less the case. But in the future, oh baby, there's stuff cooking like you wouldn't believe. It's smelling like jambalaya. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So follow me and you'll smell the jambalaya cooking um, at <laughs> Xavier.jpeg, baby. I think that's I think that's it. It's Xavier.jpeg, baby. It's Xavier.jpeg, baby. Um, you also can. Look, we did discontinue it, but I do think it was good and it was fun to make. Uh, the Just uh, My Little Podcast I did with two other folks, two other friends, friends of the pod. <laughs> um, two of my friends is called Just Friends and we go through the 36 questions to fall in love. Um, but we try to remain platonic and we don't get married by the end. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, but yeah. Did you go through all 36? We did stop at 18. We okay. did get to 18 though. Um, you were too afraid of falling in love. Yeah, I kind of got the tension. The sexual tension was getting too big. Um, so we had, to, we had to discontinue. Um, so now we're starting one up that's called Just in Love. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so Just Friends Podcast. Check her out, baby. All right. Well, you heard the man. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
follow Big Comedy on social media at I Love Big Comedy.